So, ladies and gentlemen, this is another fantastic edition of the Weird Things Podcast. Joining us, as usual, is the triumvirate, Mr. Brian Brushwood. Fantastic already. I guess we're calling this one. Sure, why not? Mr. Justin Robert Young. Hi, everybody. And I am Andrew Maine, your co-host for this trip down the strange back alleys of our imaginations in the world around us. And I'm going to point out right now, I've got my microphone seated to my left, and so I'm sort of leaning over to the side to talk into it, and I'm getting like this weird cramp in my back. You so, feel a little bit Larry King right now? Yeah, yes, I do. I'm That's suffering for Larry. y'all. Buffalo, go ahead. Go ahead. Schenectady. Um, so we want to do a little plug up front. Uh, we've been working on a little bit of a project, uh, Justin and I, and uh, another friend of ours, Brett, and then we've got Dan, uh, Brett the Amtracker, and then we've got the Dan Dirks, the, uh, the wizard. incredible coder. Yeah, he is a wizard at coding, so it's called Blurbtastic, blurbtastic.com, and basically what it is, it's kind of an experimental thing where we make it very easy for you to recommend books and things like that to your friends. What you do is you go there, there's a question, it asks you a question like, what's your favorite horror author? And you can just tweet that out to your friends, or you can go and type in the name of who that may be, and then drag a link up into there from Amazon, and it'll auto-shorten it into a little link that they click through, and they can see it. And you can create a list from there. You can play around with it. We'd love for you guys to take a look at it. Right now, the way it works is if you use an Amazon link, it'll put our Amazon code at the end of that, unless you want to use your own. And that's what we think is kind of cool about it, is you have your own Amazon associate ID, you can just put your thing in a box there and it'll use your own. So if you don't want to use yours, use ours, whatever. But if you get a chance, play around at blurbtastic.com. We're constantly changing the site and trying to make it better, but we'd love for you guys to give it a shot and give us your input. You know what I like about this is that it's the kind of thing, a lot of people are, are really, really fans of the podcast and the show, but for some reason there's an invisible line that prevents them from donating directly. And we don't, we don't ask for don- donations, no, no, no. but this yeah, is yeah, a way. That, that, that invisible line is us saying we are not so, but specifically, I like the fact that it's something, you know, if you just use it to, if you're going to send out a leak anyway, go ahead and use Blurbtastic. And then not only will it give you something to talk about, but you'll be uh, supporting the show. Yeah, we look at it where sometimes it's helpful. We'll recommend, hey, check out this book. And people will sometimes go buy the book from one of our links and, you know, we get some cash off. That was cool. Or sometimes you want to help somebody out by saying, hey. Weird things put some weird ideas in my head and reminded me of this book. Let me tell all of my friends on Twitter about this thing. So that's something we really appreciate. And so anyhow, it's what a- we're saying is we think we provide a valuable service <laughs> by messing with your brain. And it's time for you guys to cough up. Well, I would say provide and service perhaps together, but not with the word valuable. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And also, you know, I just did you know a thing last week and a lot of people who listen to this podcast participated in, uh, you know, just putting together a list of the most like underrated TV shows. And I know that there was a couple that showed up a couple times that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen. And, you know, now I'm really, I'm really, really pumped. And, and it's, it's, it's a, it's definitely a super cool kind of tool. It was for me at least. So I don't know. Try it out. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's cool about that is you, you can create a tweet. It sends it out and it auto generates a URL that will take people back to a list when anybody else has added something to there. So I was going through Justin's list and seeing some shows I totally forgot about. And some of them, I'm glad that I did. But you get insight into people who are your friends and what they're thinking. So that's what makes this sort of different than just Twitter is you send out a link and it provides a URL where everybody who sees that can go back and follow it. So all of your people who follow you on Twitter can see what everybody else who follows you is saying, which is rather than just a back and forth between you and them, it allows your community to actually act as a community, which is why we created it. 
So a uh, quick update. I am appearing on the current version of the Point of Inquiry podcast, which we had our, our wonderful guest Karen Stalls now hosted, and that is not I, I listened to that today. You oh, were is, good. Is it already out? Yeah. All right, I'm going to grab that right away. Where you been, yeah. Bri? I, yeah. I, you know, I hadn't subscribed yet. I don't know why. I didn't subscribe either. I just wanted to get that episode. But I will I will subscribe now because uh, Center of Rink Weird was fantastic and Karen is awesome. And uh, Andrew, you come off uh, like like a, like a real English speaker. <laughs> Speak good, I try. <laughs> I know it took them a while to get that one out there because I just kept talking and talking and talking. And Karen had asked me a question. I could kind of hear this sort of, all right, this guy won't shut up. This guy's not going <laughs> to stop eventually talking. Ch- they chop it all the way down to like, they only get the first word. It was like, yes. They're like, we're running out of internet, Andrew. We're running out of internet. You know, we just I know. ask you to say your name. You're the one Ooh. who made Google and Verizon put that policy forward today. Apparently so. Because you use so. too much GD internet. So uh, shout out to those folks. By all means, check that out. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be at a conference called the Singularity Conference. Now, what's that? That, that is a what shock. Is, that is a shock know, to my a, system. It, it's the Singularity Summit. Okay, the Singularity okay. Summit. And if you go to the website right now. Uh, the singularity summit.com. You can check it out. That is going to be the weekend of August 14th and 15th. I think there's still actually some slots available there. So if you get this podcast before then, and you want to go by all means, go Ray Kurzweil is going to be speaking a bunch of other people. Amazing. Randy, Randy is going to be talking there. See, I wanted to go, but, uh, I'm already booked with the crazy nerds eating vitamins conference that I'm going to. (laughs) That would be just the life extension one. Yeah, exactly. Totally different. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, actually, I, I, I'm trying to think maybe Aubrey de Grey is going to be at this one, too. So, <laughs> uh, well, now, now, just real quick, Andrew, if you can explain for some of our listeners who might not know, um, what is uh, a summit? <laughs> Basically, it's a point or a meeting point or a high point or something to that effect. The other part, I don't know what it is. That's why I'm going to the conference to figure it out. <laughs> Find out what the singularity is. <laughs> uh, don't know. Uh, Haven't heard of it. All right. So while, while Andrew is discussing where our, our brains will be in, in the far future, I do want to point out that uh, I'm going to be at, at Star Wars Celebration in wow. Orlando, where Andrew was was uh, was going to be. And then he had uh, this singularity thing. So, we, so, so we're doing uh, – you know, uh, some real, some real nerd outreach. This oh, yeah. as, as long as we're all sharing, uh, this weekend I'm going to a very, very exclusive get together. Whose uh, birthday? Which one of your daughters? Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's so exclusive. I, I'm the only one who's going to oh. be there. <laughs> I'll be I'll be a, uh, attending the first annual StarCraft II Singularity Summit of Fantastic. Star Wars, and uh, sure, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. All right, my money's on the Protus. <laughs> and there you have it so i think uh it'll be a nerd all time all around hell yeah so yeah no if you're gonna be uh in san francisco or, or orlando uh you know justin or, Young or for me, andrew main uh on twitter for uh for old am and uh Maybe we can, we can figure something out. Maybe we'll yeah, do a absolutely. little uh meetup or something for weird things people would be cool well, I, I have a feeling though if you're a weird things reader and you happen to be in either one of those towns you're probably going to be at those conferences Most already likely. yeah no this is uh we're, we're we're trying to you know shoot fish in the barrel here so yeah yeah well so brian justin i have a scenario for you yeah 
This show is getting kind of popular. We're getting more and more people listening to it. We're getting great feedback, people commenting, people sending us scenarios. I think we're, we got, we're, just, we're just crushing on iTunes, right? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Science. I mean, yeah, it has to do with our, a lot of people. our amazing release schedule is what really sure has that. them all. In it has improved, though, quite a bit, though. I know. Well, I so. think, yeah, I, we can't really make that joke anymore. Because, like, last mm. week we took off and uh, no one even, like, complained about it. They're yeah. like, all right, I think I'm getting a steady diet of this. You can take That's a week right. off. You're allowed. So, so you know, we see that we got a community. We got a community of weirdos out there. And and so let's say we take this from the next level. Let's say we say, all right, you know, what if what if we're what if this is an enterprise? What if this is a real business? Okay. Corporation. Like, like, I yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe I lay out for you like this business plan. Like, all right, we're gonna be like the Facebook for weird people. Okay. You know, and we have a business plan and we say, you know what? Let's go get some money for this. Let's go get this thing financed. Let's actually go out to Silicon Valley and tar- start talking to venture capitalists. Maybe start answering some of them that you are already knocking on our door. Like, oh my God, weird things is like the next big thing. And we'd be, of course, be like, really? Really? We're like, all right. So we decide we're going to go pitch this as a startup. You with me? Yeah, no, sure. I'm down there. They're like, explain yeah. what you do. And we're like, yeah. they're weird things, but it's on the internet. And it's social media interaction <laughs> leveraging go. the human potential using thought leaders. <laughs> thought leaders, you say? Here's a hundred. Ah. Sla- wait for it. Slash singularity. Ah, there you okay. go. Okay. So also we're all Boba Fett. So like, all right, so we're out there, we're, we're going to parties and stuff. We're trying to impress people. We're meeting VCs left and right. We're meeting some internet celebrities. It's, you know, it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of like entourage, but like, I don't know, Kevin Rose is, is Vincent Chase or something. I don't know how it works, but anyhow, we go out there and we're going from party to party and we're like, this is great. This is really cool. We go to clubs, you know, and meet Victoria secret models your wife Bonnie's going just crazy back home, setting things on fire because she's just in jealous rage. But anyhow, so we're out there. We're like, this is really cool. Okay, we get invited by, I don't know, like some big corporate CEO, some guy is like head of a big company who wants to just impress us or talk to us. Okay, Can we just this say guy's- Jim Louderback of Revision Three. Let's put a face to him. I don't want to name names. It's really careful we don't do that. Oh, okay, never okay. mind. Okay, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to start attaching people to that. Okay, let's say this guy's company is maybe a big database company. Okay, and we'll call it Star or something. Okay, and he's got a big yacht, like a big, big yacht, right? And so he invites us to a party on the yacht. I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is like. It's like beautiful yacht. We feel impressive. We're sitting around the dining table. It's just this layout of just this sumptuous buffet of food before us, of just exquisite things. Even the finest restaurants we've been to, we could not imagine what would be there. Bottles of wine brought up from the wine cellar in this yacht that are just properly chilled to the right temperature. <laughs> There's a cellar they, in the yacht. They have them. I, I know. Oh, it's, hell it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Duh, yeah. Brian. Come I'm on. Sorry, that, sorry. Listen, that listen. big of a deal, Brian. Just a small town hey, boy. Yeah, yeah, all exactly. right, Hillbilly. Okay. Why don't you go back to your still and outhouse? That's right. <laughs> okay. It is just the wealth is just dripping from everywhere. And so here we are. We're living, we're like toasting each other. You know, it's like nonstop moving from party to party. Like 20, 20, 25% of our day is toasting. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. And so here we are on a yacht. Okay. We're on this yacht. Like, this is awesome. And one of the wealthiest men of the world is like, gentlemen, you, you've arrived. And we're like, yay. And bring out all this That's food. another 10% of the day is old people coming and telling us we've arrived. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> 
So here we are looking at the food and we're eating like mangoes dripped in caramel, sprinkled with cinnamon, okay? We've got exquisite chocolates and all these things. And then they bring out this entree in front of us. It's got shredded $100 bills as a garnish. Oh, we had that as the appetizer, Brian. Sorry, sorry. On there is a plate of meat. It's kind of a stringy meat. You're like, all right, I've never seen this kind of meat before. The host is like, gentlemen, dig in. All right. Now, who is going to be the of the three of us? Is any one of us going to say anything? Are we going to eat it? Is somebody going to ask? Oh, I, I will totally ask. I mean, like, I I have that problem to a fault where it's like it's very difficult for me to put anything in my body without knowing what it is. All right. So, gentlemen, dig all in. Right, well, all right. Hold on a minute. Let's also re recategorize this, and maybe that'll change uh, Brian's answer. I know it would affect mine. So you're telling me we're partying all goddamn day on a boat, uh, toasting. I know Andrew and not being a drinker. told we arrive. I know, I know Andrew's not a drinker. I know me and Brian are. I, I, what, what, we're not. We're not toasting. You know, uh, we're toasting, but are we toasted yet? No, you're not toasted. I, no, you're not. You're not no, toasted because it's a business. Remember, we're we're here because we're trying. Remember, our startup guy. It's a startup, okay? But yeah. you're saying there's I don't know, but there's not one glass of champagne in all those toasts. No, there's a glass of champagne, but you're not drunk. I'm not okay. Well, all right. I mean, um, if, you're, if we're taking you to business meetings, you're getting drunk. You're not coming to any more business meetings. I, no, but I, this I is what, not a business meeting. This is on a boat with a, with a millionaire. This is this is uh, a made yacht it. with a billionaire who we're trying to impress. I think who made this one is one Justin's invest. way of saying one drop of alcohol and all bets are off. This is like his no, code. No, for, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that a decision to eat something that's put on your plate is different after three glasses of champagne than it is after none. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. So Brian. Yeah. Are you going to ask? Uh, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll ask. I'll, I'll be like, right. so, you know, and it'll be a friendly way. Like, I'm excited. Right. I'm like, so what are we eating here, boss? Koala. Oh. Is that legal? We're on a yacht, Brian. Well, anything's I mean, legal. Oh, my God. Is it moral? Why would it not be moral? I mean, but that's a good question. Like, like, is that, oh, but they're so cute. Wait, so are we in international waters? Yeah, we're in international waters. So it totally I don't is. know. You're like, so is that your next question? <laughs> I'm just asking. Are we international? So I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, are you going to ask? I'm asking you. Because it's already dead, too. It's not like refusing to eat it is going to bring it back to life or anything. It's just going to jeopardize our $100 million IPO. Startup money or angel fund. Wait, or you say what? Say that again. I'm just saying the koala's already dead. So how how does it look? Does it look good? Does it smell good? Yeah, it smells good. It looks it's well prepared. I mean, you, you said know, you said it was stringy though. No, it's, it's koala meat. It sits in a tree, hanging by its nails, eating leaves all day. I don't know. Does it look like a koala? Does it look cute? Yeah, they they went and they shaped it like Mickey Mouse ears back into a koala. <laughs> no, 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 but but like but like you know, duck looks like a duck. I'm just saying, does a koala look like a koala, or is it just like a koala drumstick? Is it just it's just like a, yeah, like, like like a brisket? No, it's like a brisket. You know what? I'm gonna say if it just looks like meat, if it looks enough like a meat, I think I know. I might dig in without asking, and no, then dude, I find myself with a mouth mouthful of meat, getting the news. Right. God, I'm going to isolate that and put it on the NSFW sound. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like, seriously, so it's like, this is, this is an important meeting. And I just feel like at some point, I feel like 
all three of our mouths are full right at the moment that hair billionaire drops the news that that's koala meat, the finest that he had imported. And I just picture the three of us establishing eye contact and a conversation of 8,000 words happening without a single syllable uttered. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, those 8,000 words are going to be between you and Andrew. Cause I only have three to add to the conversation. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> So you just got Dude, I am of course. Listen, and then if, all right. So we're hanging out and, and we're talking to this guy, and it's it is a social business meeting, right? Social so social is, media. Social yeah, media. It is a social media meeting of the minds of and thought leader carousel promenade. So we are having a a enjoyable conversation in which, as as many know, in terms of uh in terms of the, these kind of personal dealings, it is very important that the person who's going to invest in you likes you and feels that he can relate to you. So we were having a relatable time with this billionaire, and then all of a sudden, he rolls out something that looks like the most expensive dish of P.F. Chang's all up in our face. Hold on. And, and you're not going to load that up and eat it? And then he's like, oh, yeah, it's Panda. What if, it, and then, what if, it's, a, what if it's a test? What if you fail the test? I would say this guy has a reputation as being pretty eccentric. That you're you're not suspecting it's a test. Yeah. Right. No, dude, I'm eating it. And he's gonna be like, like, uh, ah, are you enjoying that, Justin? And I'm gonna say, Oh yeah, no, this is this is great. Mm. He's gonna go, Well, you know, it's panda. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm gonna go, Oh, god damn, I didn't know panda tasted this good. Uh-huh. I would have never thought. I gotta some to go. Go with my dude, I'll, yeah. I'm gonna get a, a doggy bag, whatever, a little pan, panda bag. Is, of, is, there, uh, is there any animal on earth a little you, panda you pouch eat in this yeah. scenario? Is there any animal you wouldn't eat, Justin? I mean, like, yeah, okay, I what if know. you found out it was human? Like, it, what if are, you're, you're already are, are, we, are, we, are we talking? Are we talking about like as as well prepared as it possibly? Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's the most delicious red steak you've ever had, and you're like, that's thigh, and you're like, oh, of what animal? They're like, it's of of your mother, or what? You know, I don't know. It's like, oh, a, all a right, person. no, it's, please. <laughs> but, but the point the point is is like, is there any animal? Like, what if it was human? Would you eat human? I'm gonna stop at human. Yeah. So you, I'm gonna stop at primate. Yeah. What about monkey? Monkey arms? Monkey legs? Monkey brains? <laughs> um. No, I, I don't know. I might, I might, I might do monkey. I might do the monkey. Yeah. yeah. What about? I, I guess whale. We've already established. Oh, um, uh, see, I, I the reason why uh, theoretically somebody hasn't eaten the theoretical whale can that can't say it was because it, it theoretically looks like cat food and it's not really appetizing to someone. Hmm. All right. So, uh, what about penguin? You'd eat penguin, right? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. What so, about endangered rhinoceros? I see. I don't know how good it would be, but like, and because there are some animals that we don't eat because they they don't taste good, right? I assume. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I I don't eat. Like, I mean, like we eat the food that we eat the animals we eat because they're abundant and they taste good. Dolphin. What about dolphin? Would you eat dolphin? I mean, theoretically, like, the best dolphin, and not of course mahi mahi, but like like actual like flipper dolphin. Yeah. Uh, In fact, actually flipper. <laughs> he died of old age and they carved him up and they made him delicious. You eating him? Oh my God. That? Of course I am. <laughs> who doesn't want to be the guy who ate Flipper? <laughs> Are you kidding? That'd be my bit. I mean, I'd be talking about that on talk shows for the next 30 years. What about like a rhesus monkey? Something that's vaguely 
I mean, it's primate, but it's like it's pre- still pretty wild. So wait, hold on. Number one, we've already established uh, south of human. I'm in. But but what? No, no. You hedged on primates. I'm trying to get less primate. No, 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 no. I'm like you know. I think theoretically, if it rolls out and it looks like something that would be served at a high end restaurant, that's a little looks a little exotic, and I get half of it down, and they're like, "By the way, do you know what you're eating?" And okay, like, yeah. Say, so like, it doesn't. And they're like, "Oh, it's it's Reese's monkey." I'll be like, well, how about I get some Reese's Pieces with it? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andrew? Would I eat it? Yeah, you said primate's your line. Anything south of primate you're in? Uh, you know, I, I'd have a problem with dog or cat. But, like, let's uh, say you're already eating it and it's delicious. And they say, by the way, that, that was a dog. Yeah, all right. So, by the way, so, so we wrap up this meeting and then we catch the first flight to Korea. Well, hold on. Uh, let's, okay, let's wrap this up, foreign. Brian. So you're in on the koala. I, I mean, I guess if I'm already eating it, you, you know what it boils down to? If there's something besides, no, it's not boiled. It's 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 like flambe. <laughs> for, for my decision is based upon if it's if it's something where there's an outside benefit, like if if it's a case where I'm going to screw you guys over by not eating it, well then I'll just shut up and eat it, and then I'll be like, I can't believe I ate koala. I feel really guilty afterwards. Well, here's here's the fun part. Okay, this story. Come straight out of the accidental billionaires, which is now being made into the movie, The Social Network. And apparently, when founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, and a couple of his buddies were being wine and dined by VCs, they actually were invited out on a yacht by a unnamed gazillionaire who I think I have a pretty good idea who exactly who it was. And they were served koala. And did they say how it tasted? Apparently, they said they went ahead and ate it and thought it was okay, which I'm trying to find out if uh, what the legal status is of that, if they're protected, what that extends. I don't know if there's a world trade ban on it or whatever, because I mean, koalas are adorable, but it doesn't mean you know you can't eat them. And I've got some interesting facts for you all. If you type in koala meat into Google, you get some very interesting sponsored links. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's a I'm website. Right there's there's exoticmeats.com. There's exotic meat market, which has crocodile, alligator, python, kangaroo, all of these other delightful animals <laughs> you might want to eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm real looking, deal. It's it, uh, under, under some FAQ. It claims that in... Australia, McDonald's has developed a koala burger. Brian, that's like a joke. I don't know. That's what it looks like. It says, <laughs> I don't know. That was the first link. I clicked on the first link. Right. It's a protected species there. It's a joke. I don't know. It says we here, looks give, can we, be deceiving. We need to give Brian a talk about the internet. <laughs> no, but it's the first link. Everyone knows the first link has to be totally legit, right? That is that is true. That is true. I, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, hey, can I can I read you guys the comments on uh, a, a website called petsorfood.com? There's a sure. recipe for sweet and sour koala loaf. <laughs> uh, so it gives you the recipe for it, and there are 48 responses, and I will read them in order. Really sick, you deserve to die. Urgh, you are disgusting. You make me sick. And then Lecter, fourth down, <laughs> says... <laughs> I enjoyed this recipe. However, I used an additional pound of koala for a larger loaf. I have to say it turned out very well and is a big hit at the party I hosted. <laughs> for orphans. <laughs> wow. There you go. Exotic meats. I think I'm going to try and get them on as a sponsor of the podcast. Sure. 
<laughs> and the whole uh the uh, you know the the ex-girlfriend setting the house on fire too that was true too so <laughs> there you go ripped from the headlines folks and then the eccentric billionaire retired to his pagoda <laughs> <laughs> and then iron man and war machine fought a battle <laughs> I can't prove that it's him. No, so, no, no, no. So I mean, you you have to have some kind of oracle to tell yeah. that. So I I'd, I'd always made the joke that I, I always remember trying to stick Chris Angel with the rumor that he like belonged to some exclusive club for rich people and eaten panda, and that was always sort of sort of a funny joke to me. The idea there was that movie The Freshman with Marlon Brando and, and Matthew Broderick, and I always loved that idea of this eccentric rich people who just eat things they're not supposed to, and so. When I read in the book where they actually got served koala, I'm like, it really happens. Absolutely. I mean, it's a bad thing. We're all we're all on the same page with that, right? I don't oh, know. Yeah. You guys may have converted me. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's from Texas. It's a big shocker. I got right? excited he's, once I read that he, McDonald's was serving koala. He's already got his card koala. filled at exoticmeats.com. <laughs> <laughs> about to pull the trigger on this. Anyone else want something? Yeah. You guys in? He's you like, Bonnie, in? we need to get three more grills. Why? I ordered a whole python. <laughs> Man, I would totally it all eat at Python. Once. So, Justin, do we have any suggestions for? Reviews? Oh my gosh, we have so many. Uh, of course, folks, keep them coming. Weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. Again, weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. And I, I do want to thank everybody for sending in their emails. However, there were some that came in that literally took me 45 minutes to read. So I believe the rule. exact words I heard were, this is a GD Dungeons and Dragons campaign. <laughs> this is not a scenario. So do me a favor, folks. Uh, fit it into a paragraph if you can. And Close by, by the way, that does not mean go five pages, just don't hit enter. Yes. That means <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You know, when you say just put it in a paragraph, I, People don't understand paragraph just, structure. Yeah, to just, begin just with. short. I mean, because the, here's the thing, folks. If you want it read on the podcast, then you have to understand that I need to be able to read it within the length of time that the podcast takes. So yeah, please help me. Help me help you get your scenarios on here. But we did have one that came in from one of our listeners, Josh Hilp. Josh Hilp writes Andrew and Justin are in a bit of luck. Just as they run out of ideas for Weird Things Live investigations, a fault line erupts in southern Florida, and people say that all that they are hearing sounds coming from the massive crack. At the widest point, the crack is 60 yards across, and Andrew and Justin fly Brian out so they may all investigate. I will only add here that Brian has way more southwest points and will fly <laughs> himself. Yes. Uh, our three intrepid adventurers climb down into the hole in the earth, and after lowering themselves down with ropes, they eventually reach the end of their ropes and... Uh, take <laughs> and two... die homeless yeah. and alone <laughs> at the end of the ropes and Justin makes the sudden decision to take the short cut to the bottom and drops down from his rope Brian follows suit and Andrew reluctantly waits to see how long it takes the screaming to stop and then drops down after falling for some time the three eventually hit the ground hard and fall unconscious when they awake they are tied up in a jail cell overlooking a massive underground city Brian looks out through the bars and sees that the people are in fact mole men whose main mode of transportation is donkey that all suspiciously sound like Eddie Murphy. Seeing <laughs> as how Andrew took two years of mole in high school, 
He understands enough of the conversation between their jailers, indicating that the mole men are planning to, to invade the surface world. The wait, three... wait, was that mole linear A or mole linear B? <laughs> uh, that was A. Uh, yeah, no, they don't, they don't, B is like kind of like, like the, 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 the Vosotros form in Spanish. If, if I, if I may interject here, like to me, sure. that's, that's, that's the moment in the scenario that sort of takes us out. Cause like, to me, the, the excitement is all like wrapping my mind around realistically, what would we do? But, uh, but, but when you just get to make up the fact that, that Andrew took mole in high school, that sort of takes me out of it. Just okay, well, just well then, then let's, all right, all right, you know, I don't know what, we, we, we can, we can nip and tuck, let's, let's take out Andrew uh, Mullen High School, and let's add in a new character that uh, has been studying the surface world and can speak broken English. There you go, he's been watching television, right, so he only speaks, like, in, in catchphrases, he's like, I caramba. So that's, so that, we're, we need to make it more real, and that's what you give me? <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, say I, I got to be able to wrap my mind around it, uh, and 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 eat my shorts is part of that. <laughs> yes, That's really the skeleton yes. key. That what you're talking stay. about, surface dwellers? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so they, uh, they they bring us down there, and now we have made uh, friends with our interpreter because really everybody else is just kind of a, a jerk, and he enjoys speaking the language with us because nobody else does. And we are now left with a choice after he tells us that the moles are beginning their invasion for the surface world. And they have, in fact, opened the fault line as their entry point to take over the world above. Now, we can escape and try to get back to the surface to warn our government. We can try and talk to the mole leaders with the help of our interpreter out of the mole invasion. Or we can break out of our cell and just start destroying mole butt. And, and that's in the punch and kick kind of way, not in the jet blue. Uh, oh my god! Kind of way. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, I'm going to say my default position is I want to understand like what's so great. Look, you know, you guys don't even like sunshine. You know, what do you do? What do, What do you want with the surface world? Really? So it's like I want to know what their game plan is. No and, frontiers. We're just listen. We, we there's only X amount of space down here. Uh, you know, we, we, we've colonized as far as we need to, and we're sick of living an underclass. We want to live, uh, you know, in a place where we can expand without, uh, breaking rock. Yeah. But you, you got, you guys, you got to understand. I mean, you know, you'll get exploded. Like you guys don't have the bomb up, up on the surface. We've, we've got bombs, plural. So They're like, wait, we know your sub ground atomic blast really <laughs> made us bad. Killed a mole orphanage. Yeah. Oh, so and by the way, you know, mad. maybe maybe it's just uh, you know they just want to come up, wreck some havoc, go back down, and we'll just keep all right, doing all that. All right. So I I'm with Brian. I'm like I say we get like the and, and their leader is he elected by the people? Is he a representative of some sort of feudal system? How is this structured? Decide. Uh, he is. Uh, it is. It is not a representative democracy. It is. It is a tribal system. All right. Well, I I would I would like say for him to come and explain this to us. Well, yeah, because like I think we're going to get them in there, and Brian and I are going to explain the inherent inferiority in his political structure and how untenable it may be, and why we're going to explain about the invisible hand of of mole politics and exactly. how exactly 
Oh my God, can, can we can we just take all of the ideas of, you know, decades and decades and centuries of, of intellectual genius and just make it be like, we're just thinking this up? Dude, could that be great? Like eventually <laughs> a thousand years from now, there's there's in the middle of mole land is uh, marble statues of the three of us wearing togas and we're all explaining <laughs> the concept of mathematics. and But they're like, they're like made from like just sloppy mud and we're all kind of <laughs> misshapen. Well, here's, here's the thing made out of salt so, You know, you know I, I, I just finished Andrew Maine's Wealth of Nations, so I could pick up <laughs> Justin Robert Young's Mark Twain. Oh, <laughs> well, it's great. It's like we only have Tom to remember Sawyer. stuff, so we have these great setups. Like we remember like bits and pieces of it, but we just don't really remember where it goes. It's like, well, I read, exactly. I read Justin Roberts Young, Huck Finn, and I just remember the N word a lot in there. <laughs> <laughs> and by yeah, by the way, uh, Tom Sawyer is called Mark Twain in the mole world because I screwed up that one time and I called it Mark Twain. <laughs> So, so our translator knows we're making this stuff up. So we got to take care of him immediately. <laughs> well, but we need him. I mean, we don't speak mole. No, we, oh, I, I know, but the he's rapid. the first one that can gig us up, and we'll be like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, the long time ago in a galaxy far, far, I was Star Wars." We're like, ah, uh, listen, mole pepe. Oh, so you mean we got we got to get him on our side? Yes, we. You know what? Here's what we do: we take him out to sea and we feed him some strange meat. And then yes. we reveal we that it's koala. take him out to that vast undersea sea. Yeah. <laughs> the lava sea. We get on Come the on, lava Come on, Brian. Yaws. It's mole people. Take it seriously. For real, Brian. For real, I'm sorry. Brian. I'm sorry. Focus. I, I would imagine, look, if the guy, if Molepepe, if he's watching TV <laughs> and if he's into the surface world enough, we could say, what if, you know, why do you have to go out to the surface world? Why not let us... Bring the surface world to you. You can have what? everything. Yeah. Here's my thing. How? What are their capabilities? The problem, problem number one, we're both going to rule out because, like, if we come out of the ground, like, hey, everybody, there's mole people. And they're about to invade. And they're like, we're locked up. And what's funny is, like, we come digging out and we dig out, like, right at the amazing meeting. And we're like, guys, you'll never believe where we just came from. <laughs> well, number one, Randy just if- covers his face in shame. <laughs> <laughs> We, every and they all the skeptics stand up and turn their backs to them. <laughs> they stand up and they start they start throwing copies. Co- no, no, copies no, no, Brian. They just silent, just silent, and they just all get up from their chairs and just turn their backs to us and just shun us. And here we are, the whole of the ballroom floor with our pickaxe and our minor helmets covered in dirt, and we're like, we found the mole people. And then like one person turns and he chucks a copy of Origin of the Species at us. We're like, ow! And then all of a yeah. sudden, just a shower of scientific literature buries us. We're like, no. And then and then and then Phil Plate awkwardly begins his lecture that we interrupted. Again. <laughs> uh, well, number one, if we do come over to the surface, we got to bring Molepepe, m- m- right? That's <laughs> the only way that, right. that 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 rolls is we got to bring like, a dude who speaks he, English. He, he looks like a albino Honduran, guys. What's your point? Yeah, or be- or worse yet, let's say he does look like a creature, then. Then it's like, well, guess who has another fake Sasquatch? It's like we got to we got to come up with something better. Here, but here's the problem. Here's my problem. Okay, let's say we get we have a full living, breathing mole person. We bring up their battle plans and all that. Okay, we pull them up out of the ground and we're like, listen, they're gonna invade. All right, you're gonna get. We're gonna we're gonna like oh the government like we got to do something. There's gonna be lawsuits filed by like new environmental protection groups to protect the mole people because we've got people who just hate hate humanity. And you're going to get billionaires funding this stuff to prevent us from doing anything to protect ourselves. So, all right. Well, here's here's the deal. Here's how they uh, seek to overtake humanity. They have 
through whatever their technology is, the ability to open these sinkholes pretty much wherever they want. Oh, man. So so we, they, they can just, you know, all of a sudden, like Dubuque, boom, gone. They can just open that up, swallow main city centers unless we adjust to their will. So they have How many own. of them are there? Uh, I'm putting it at about maybe uh, there are maybe three million more people. So I'd be like the benefits of trade far exceed whatever they would get in trying to conquer us. Well, hold on, hold on. That look, just because that's pretty decision, pretty inbred, doesn't mean that they're smart enough to figure it out. We already established that they have like a supreme overlord. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a tribe thing. So listen, there there are one of two ways that we can go about this. Either a, we have to bring Molepepe. Uh, to the appropriate authorities and try to convince our government that we need to take action and infiltrate. Duh, the this mole just seems like a bad idea. Nobody's going to believe anything. Or, We're just wasting our time. Or we do it. We do berserkers. It 80s, berserkers. Eighties action movie style where we get in with a few friendly locals and we try to take this mother mother down. I think and, it was a Kathy Ireland movie actually. <laughs> and by the way. One of us has fallen in love with a mole girl. No, see, I think it's going to go totally bridge over the river Kwai, where it's just like we're slaves of them and we kind of we teach them our ways, you know, in order to get food. But at some point we lose our way and we just like we really start supporting them. And then and then meanwhile, like a SWAT team task force comes down to, to kill all the mole people. But like we totally have Stockholm syndrome. We're like, stop them. They're about to recreate different strokes. Yes. I, uh, I, I think we go berserker. So we're just we're just killing everybody. We're like we're like well first we're like hey come, Mr. Mole King come in and tell us about your plan. Like yeah we we hate it on on the surface too with with all that sunshine and awesomeness and girls in bikinis. We like it down here along the dirt. And we, we like, like the dirt. fungus. Yeah, and you know and Brian's really into steampunk. So this yeah. This really does a lot up. for his wardrobe. <laughs> it that's does. Right. So, like, yeah, those earthers, those surfies, those surface people. You know, I like surfies. Yeah, no, they're kind of, they're kind of, they're they're sneaky though. And so, like, you know, what's the thing? What's your biggest vulnerability? And we can tell you how to protect against. It. <laughs> what's the thing you're most worried about? What can we do? We do security threat analysis stuff, and we can help you out. Just just tell us where, and we'll we're like yeah, hackers, and we'll let's, help you. Let's figure like best case scenario. We're looking at like like last king of Scotland, right? I mean, like let's say that this dude is he's ruled the underworld with an iron fist. <laughs> right, right. So we're are we? I mean, it, it all boils down to whether or not he we, falls. We for walk it. we walk this very tenuous line of being the mole king's favored subjects, yeah. and. You know, he's he's an unhinged lunatic that could kill us at any time. I'm with you. Oh, I'm saying, what do we do? You just want to sell out the people on the surface that you want to do? You just want to say, not my fight, move right on, let me take the elevator up? Is that what you want to do, Justin? I mean, if we... No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to say it's not. We my may not fight. never get this chance. We're going to go to the surface, and then some general is going to pull us aside. Like, right, you know what? The more boys. I think about these guys, the more I hate them. Like, we just need to kill them. We need to poison their wine, or at least pee in his oh. coffee, or something. Wait, just the leadership or the entirety of the mole race? Yeah, I don't care. I just hate all them moleys. I'm going to take them all down. I'm filled with just bigoted rage against surface sub subhumans. Yeah. Well, this has got kind of, I'm actually kind of offended. I'm kind of like yeah. racist. Yeah, geez, <laughs> dude, they want to kill us. Stratus. They, just, Stratus, Justin. Yeah. Dude, they love my book, Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> but they're sitting there. They want to destroy. They want to steal our sunshine. They love, they love all my books. Mark Twain, Huck Finn, and Huck Finn and Mark Twain team up with Spider-Man. 
said, Mark Twain too. <laughs> well, yeah, the Revenge of the Twaininator. Mark yeah, that was the one. Where, that was the one where where where, where, Mark, where Mark Twain had to fight the Mark One Thousand, or the, you know, <laughs> he but he could turn in. Down and then... He could turn into liquid metal, and then Batman came. Well. Are they religious? Are there any chance that we could kind of... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Deep, we, deeply religious. Can, can we, like, bust out a, a flashlight or, a, or an iPhone and get them all to worship us or something? Well, they've done enough to educate one person. Because you got to figure the guy who learns English is the most educated. Well, or, I mean, you watch TV. Well, Brian I mean, speaks I, English, Justin, so what does that yeah, tell you? that's right. <laughs> well, somehow, they're either, they're either, you know, they have some presence on the surface. Say no. reporting back. Or they're getting some sort of communication, you know? And so the person who has deciphered this language is got to be on, of some level of intelligence. If there's only one. See, I would imagine, I would imagine they are like hip to all our trash that we bury or something like anything we don't like. They're like, we know if you're used condoms. That's Brian uh, Brushwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, mole, the mole king licks your face and knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents yeah. succeeded on twenty eighth attempt. You guys are creeping me out. <laughs> I, I'm just saying we go berserker. I say we play along to the right point. And we just go berserker because I imagine they're kind of short, little stocky folks. I no, imagine dude, this is going to be shockingly close to the plot of the Expendables. I'm I'm going to <laughs> that they actually get captured by mole people. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go all poisoned advisor. You know, it's like I'm gonna be all their friend until then. It's like twenty eight years later, and I was like. You know, haha, I betray you. Like humanity's already wiped out. Right. No, no, no. But but you gotta wait for the right moment. But then, you know, I'll be After I'll the like, genocide. Yeah, Brian's right. gonna wait till after the human like, genocide. The, surf, the software the surfy gen- anti-strata genocide. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna train really, really hard and try to fight their best boxer, like yeah. like Ivan Drago. And and we're gonna bring all the culture. Yeah, all I, I, the I'm first gonna forward. try and explain the benefits of free market exchange to the leader. And when that fails, I'm just gonna go berserker. Kill him, wear his skin, put on his crown, tell them that I am in charge now. And then carry out their plan with me in charge. <laughs> They're like, all right, so which cities do we hit first? Yeah. Well, let me Las list out Vegas. the ones I have ex-girlfriends in. I blame Justin. I blame I blame me too. Sure. <laughs> I blame I blame the author of Mark Twain meets Spider-Man Batman. The mole people. It's like they're they're, in your story. There are two Batman. Like there's one that's Batman, Batman, and the other one that's that Spider-Man, Batman. What here's here's me in that scenario is Justin's like check out the book I just wrote, and I'm like I'm just finishing up my Wealth of Nations. I look at I'm like you know there's a hyphen in Spider-Man. That's my (laughs) that's the only thing I could say. There's a hyphen there. (laughs) By the way, I totally wouldn't forget the hyphen. All right, (laughs) I would probably more likely I would I would capitalize the M in man incorrectly. Meanwhile, I'll be teaching the mole people how to sing karaoke. <laughs> Mr. Roboto? Yeah. The only song you know? That's right. Oh, kids, there you go. That's been weird. Suggestion or scenario for the next Weird Things podcast? Email weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. <laughs>